And you want me to you want me to do that now? Okay, no problem. Thanks. That was just uh, Ben for a program controller of Radio One. Um, he's offered us a, a gig uh, on Free Nineties. Oh, just bear with me. Sorry. Oh, you were just taking the piss. Sorry. How could I get that wrong? <laughs> Oh, that's good. Great. Nothing happens. Hello. Is there any? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, dear me. Um, what, what have you done? I don't know. That didn't work, did it? I mean, that's not annoying at all, to be honest. Darren! Hello. Shut up. Yeah, are we both ready? Really? We're going on now. This is the As Yet Unnamed Podcast with Ian Barstow, Damian Lee, and Darren Antrobus. Hello, welcome along to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Thank you very much for downloading this episode or if you're watching this on YouTube, hello as well. Um, don't forget, if you want to find out more about the show, head over to the website, theasyetunnamedpodcast.uk. Theasyetunnamedpodcast.uk. Find us on Twitter, at asyetunnamedpod, and search for us on Facebook, and you can come and join our ever-growing community of Facebook people that are liking our page. So thank you very much to that. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast and you want to watch us live, uh, you can do every Wednesday evening from eight o'clock on Facebook. Yes, that. Um, so, what hello. Were you, uh, hello what, what? Were you what were you cupping there? What guys? was I cupping? Were you cupping something imaginary or? Yeah, don't ask. Uh, hello, Darren. Oh, How no. Are you? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's very visual. It won't work. Oh no, they were pervy fingers. I didn't like them at all. We went from kind of just a manly cup to a little bit pervy. Didn't like that at all. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hello, Darren. How are you? I'm all right. Can we just... mm-hmm. Oh dear. Yes. Is, is uh, it going right? to be one yes. of those today? Yes. And hello, Damien. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, I was uh, saying earlier on, uh, what we read all radio. Uh, I was really ill last week, horrible, um, and uh, feel a lot better, feeling um, jolly good tonight, feeling all happy. And you know what? I've had myself a little wine gum. I haven't had one of them for years. Beautiful. Wine gum or gummy bears? Oh, uh, it's a wine gum, actually. You are going to eat that while we're recording? Yeah. Get yourself <laughs> down, you kid. One of the worst things you can do on radio is sit there and chew a wine gum. You're going to sound like an ASMR person now, slapping your lips at that. Oh, here it is. Oh, so, BCA. Just talk normally, man. Over the last couple of weeks, you've turned into a right 80s nutter. What's going on? I can't believe you are literally eating a wine gum on air. Wait till you see my top five songs for later. Oh, yes. Oh, we are leaving you till last, don't you? <laughs> um, although, to be fair, my top five songs, I've got a feeling that you are going to... My number one, you are literally going to... But I, 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 I'm going to say for this week, when we're saying what the song is, let's explain the reason why, and then after we've explained our reasons why. We can I'm then... looking forward to this week. Yeah. I think we should start the top five earlier. In my opinion, I think it's a goodie. I think we need to well, go right in there. 
I think we've got room to do it, have we not, Captain? Because you've ditched off the Damien versus Darren because I think Damien was uh, a sore loser last week. Uh, I do think the top five is very good, and rather than keeping it to the second half, I think we go we go in there. Go in. Now you know you know we've got a thing called a Facebook chat that we discuss show show stuff on. Do you not think it would have been a good idea to perhaps bring that up on the on the sort of like the pre-show talks that we have? Yeah, but listen, that- we're live. All right, and I know we're recording this live, and we're on the podcast, and it's on. You don't have to edit it, mate. You up? Right. Do you want to do the top five now, then? Yeah, I do. Yeah. No, not yet. Oh, There's nothing exactly. wrong. There's nothing wrong with an on-air production meeting. You know, no. some of the some of the biggest radio shows always used to do on-air production meetings. They're funny. Anyway, and um, yeah. they used to do lots of links as well into the weather at uh, ten to five. Let's speak to Jane in the uh, in the flying eye. Hi, Jane. See this pen here, Damien. Yeah. Can you grab a pen near you, please? Just can you yes. just do that? Yeah. Can you insert it up your nose as far as it will go? Ah, <laughs> uh, do you know what? No That's need. Like, that, have, it's like having a COVID test. That is, it is. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Should we do the news? Yes, we shall. We're going to start with a serious story. Um, that is, everyone is it. Everyone knows about it. It's been going on for ages. But it is uh, COVID nineteen. Um, talking of testing, um, and it is the fact that the current infection rate within the uk is steadily rising uh, today's figures on wednesday the 16th of september uh, was just shy of 4000 new infections a day um so we are we are now i think we are higher now than we were when we went into lockdown in march on daily infection rate Whoa. Um, really? i think i'm pretty certain that we are now at a level um where they were definitely closing pubs and starting the restrictions so we were pretty much um, at a similar level to that now so there's been loads of stuff about there's loads of stuff about tests uh, and the fact that lots of people can't get a test at the moment because there is pinch points in the testing system um, and also the the worrying sign now is that the hospital emissions are now the highest they've been since july so we tend to have a two-week difference between infection hospitalization then there's about another two-week um sort of two-week lag for increase in in deaths so we are about two weeks behind france and spain etc if we follow the same pattern as we did at the start of the pandemic in march can i just jump in there for a second so what you're saying uh, ian is let me get this right in my head that in two weeks time we could have doubled the number of infections the infection rate at the moment is doubling every five to seven days it was the last week on Friday, every eight to ten days, we are now doubling every five to seven days. Oh my days! Um, can we can we talk about the, the testing thing? Because uh, I heard something on uh, a national radio station today, which was uh, it, it kind of made me laugh a little bit. But then I thought, hang on a minute, I shouldn't be laughing because this is an absolute nightmare. Would you like me to divulge what I heard about testing? Carry on. Um, a lady, well, a couple of ladies. Uh, one that was in based in the northeast, so Newcastle upon Tyne. She got, she got, a, she couldn't get a test locally. She had to go to London to go get a test, which is a six-hour trip. And another lady was given a test, uh, but she would have to either go to the Isle of Wight or to Northern Ireland, and she lived in Cambridgeshire. So. That's what I was hearing on the radio today. Um, and I think where we are at the moment, my, my children have gone back to school as well. And the first 
kind of week or so they went back they came back and all of us had colds all of us but that that's a that's a cold it's a common cold um there was loose um you know snot Sorry to be a bit vulgar. I think, I think uh, the scientific term is mucus. Yeah, but bearing in mind, if you if you look at that, we've all kind of been shielding. Not many people have had colds because we're all washing our hands more. We're all not going that close to each other. As soon as the kids go back to school, they're around each other. They bring stuff home. Um, and obviously now people are getting worried because their kids have got sniffles and stuff, taking them for tests. And that's where a lot of it is coming from. A lot of people now are just going for tests. See, the problem- but I think... And not to get too political, because that it's not that's not for this platform and not for this show. Why not? Um, yeah. So I just think there's at the moment there is. I think people are crying out for just clear clarity. Um, you know, you're telling us to all go for a test. Now you're telling us actually no, you can't go for a test because that's the problem. Now we're being told that our neighbours can grass on us. It's just. Everything's a bit bizarro land, and I know that no government would have ever really been prepared for something like this because no one has been. But it's just taught to us, you know. You know, go outside, don't go outside. Uh, go outside and uh, join your friends. Actually, come back inside. Don't go outside. It's it's hard, you know. It's it's where do we go? What do we do? So. so- it's the, the problem we have at the moment is that we are at the start of flu season, the start of respiratory issues. So it is getting into winter. We're spending more time indoors, which is when things like the flu, common cold, all that sort of thing. All these people are going to be getting this. If we have a massive flu season this year, um, which we could well have, there could well be a big flu spike. That's going to put extra pressure on. So we are heading. I would not be surprised. I don't think we will go back into a national lockdown, but I think we will go into a, more restrictive curfews they're talking about so that pubs have to close at 10 o'clock everyone has to be back home for 10 o'clock but that should have happened let's be honest pubs look again i i i'm no expert on this but was it a good thing for pubs to open before schools was that the priority of this country let's open the boozer but keep your kids at home um you know i think we're all there was a big groan in our office when it was released about the the oxford um uh, tr- the Oxford uh, trial uh, that's going on for the for the, the for the vaccine being put on hold, um, and it's and it's starting again, thank goodness, uh, and that seems like it's um, it's at the forefront. They're already now apparently giving frontline workers the Chinese version of the vaccine. They're giving a version to um, uh, people in Russia. So there are vaccines now that are being given, um, but not completely in mass. So they're trialing it. They are trialing it. Um, Russia announced that they have the first vaccine that they can put out to everyone. It's not true. It was going on trials. Um, we are not going to get a vaccine until mass, mass vaccine until this time next year at the earliest. Um, and, and the thing I agree is, with that, actually. No, no, to disagree. I, I, think, I think a mass vaccine, we will have a vaccine. I'm not saying we won't have something that can be used, but to mass immunize the population of Great Britain will take a massive massive effort and logistical and all of that sort of stuff spring of next year that's what i go for i i I honestly don't think we will have a mass vaccine for everybody so i could go and get a vaccine you could get a vaccine everyone watching get a vaccine that won't happen until this time next year and it is difficult because i mean we've got some people on live stream as well and um hi to dagmara as well um always very um aware of current um uh, issues in the world it is getting to the point now where people are hearing on the news about 
COVID. I mean, we're talking about it now. Um, and people are getting fed up of it. However, do you know what? We've got to live alongside this thing. We've, we've got to get fed up with at all. You know, but, we've, we've got we've got, this. but on the flip side, you can get fed up of it and you can get kind of complacent about it. We've all got to realize that it's here. It's with us. And we've just got to work you know with with the rules and you know it, it it's a shame when you see a certain you know group of people that just don't care you know just don't care and it it's gone of that i think at the early days with us all outside clapping for the carers and you'd help your neighbor out now it's almost like do you know what you were helping your neighbor out because you were poorly now you've got a grass on them if they've got more than five in the garden it's just, I don't know. Would don't you, know. It's a shame, really. But. Um, on a lighter note on the COVID thing, um, Darren told me this earlier. The most oh, sorry. Is there, a, is there a lighter thing with the COVID? No, no, it's, not, it's a lighter end to this serious bit of the conversation. Awful um, segue. It's, it's uh, shut up. Um, really? <laughs> to end on a higher note. That's it. Yeah, thank you. To end on a higher note, um, the most listened to, down, the most downloaded and streamed song, according to Spotify, during lockdown was what, Damien? Oh, during lockdown. During lockdown. By, according to Spotify, what was the most downloaded and streamed song on their platform? Oh, I think it was going to be something uplifting. Pretty positive. Um, I know the answer to this because I gave uh, Ian yeah, the, inf- the info. So, uh, Was it you... the Dame um, Berlin song? No, 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 no. It's a bit more modern and commercial than that. Think of something. What was everyone really missing? Um, when Itty Witsy when, Teeny Weeny <laughs> yeah by Timmy Mallet that would be excellent um, it was Good friend of mine uh, Mr Blue Sky by ELA wow it was the most streamed song on uh, Spotify um, during lockdown apparently it's so right, just, just again not, not to be you, you know not to, to go on and you know but you, you're saying to us then Ian on, on this show right now you don't think there's going to be a vaccine um I think there, I think there will year. be I think there will be a vaccine that will be approved probably by the end of this year. We will not have enough for mass immunization, which is um, if it's two doses, which most of them are, we would need 120 million doses um, for everybody in the UK. We will not have that till this time next year. So they will probably start immunizing care home nurses, uh, nurseries. Um, school teachers, all the, the, the frontline services, they will probably start early next year. General population-wise, we probably won't be able to get one till summer next year. And you, you think know, it will still be um, still lockdown conditions at that time, do you think? We will be in res- more restrictive movement until we get a full So what you're saying is you're writing Christmas off, you reckon? Oh, God, yeah. I think that's a given. Um, you know, I, I, honest, I honestly think we will... I think we won't be able to go to parent. We won't be able to go to family houses and have mass gatherings at Christmas. Unfortunately, I know somebody uh, who listens to my breakfast show um, up there in Old Cheshire, who's uh, who's putting their decorations up. Just one houses because they've they've written off Christmas. They've gone just let's just, just let's just do it now. Let's just put the decorations up and just have it away with Christmas no. already. No, no. Have you got a problem with that? Yes, I have a massive problem with people putting Christmas decorations up in September. Just Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of that because for me, Christmas was always like you, you were so excited for the kind of the calendar build up. And now it's like, 
you know, Halloween ends, you go trick or treat, and the next day, do, 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 do. what's going on? There's ball balls outside. It was yeah. just Halloween. Never. It's bad enough that Tesco's and other supermarkets are now selling the selection boxes, like the Roses and the Heroes. I they haven't got... They're now spacing them across the store so that it slowly creeps in, and before you know it, we'll be having Christmas and nobody will be able to go anywhere, so it'll be fine. I have not got a problem with anybody who wants to put their decorations up um, now because they've written the year off, haven't they? They've just gone, you know, let's just do yeah, it. Let's just put them up. Oh, it's just stupid. And I'm sorry, I, I don't know your friends, but they're just stupid. So. They're not my friends, listeners. Well, listeners then, even more. You went very posh there, by the way. Yeah. I, I, I don't know your friends. Um, <laughs> but bye um, bye. we could go for some... <laughs> someone, someone has just mentioned on Facebook that retail has to start Christmas early. I understand retail. I get that. It's just something that the British will always say after school goes back, Halloween is a little bit, but then Christmas starts to creep in. I get that people spread the cost and they'll buy, I'll probably buy a selection box in a couple of weeks just and just stick it in the cupboard for a present. But I get that. But you don't put your Christmas decorations up at home. And- no, I agree with that. I agree. And I'm very kind of, I have to put my Christmas decorations down as well um, after X amount of days. Oh, well, uh, ours are down the day after Boxing Day. Yeah, I don't go that extreme, but we've got but children as well. You know, yeah, well, you know, children, I, you know, I don't care about children. Can I just bring up the fact that Anthony, who's watching us live on Facebook, has said he's with me. Uh, bring the Christmas forward as we all need cheering up. I get that. I understand that. And um, I've started a campaign on The Breakfast Show. And we're just going to say to people... Do you know, I'm sick of this, to be honest. If, if everyone... Listen, yeah. If you, yeah, if I, you don't, are, I don't mind. Like, if you are you cheering know, up, just do it. Do, I mean, do you see me or Ian every five seconds? Do you know what? I, I might put a couple of temps out. I might get. Uh, I might advertise a job. Do you see Ian turning around, going, you know, my days as a Tintin impersonator? Does it happen? What was that? I will, expe- I will explain the reason why I have Christmas talk over music because Darren um, said, oh, did you see there's a new trailer out um, today for, um, if everyone, if anyone watched uh, two Christmases ago on Netflix, there was a film called The Christmas Chronicles with Darren. Who was it? It was Kurt Russell and a, a very small cameo. He's nodding away. You love it, it is, don't you? Good yeah. Was that, two, yeah, yeah. Was that really two, yeah. two Christmases ago? Uh, Christmas 2018, yeah. Wow. Um, wow. it, is, it is a really good film, and they now have a brand new trailer out for the Christmas Chronicle uh, 2, which will be out this Christmas. So um, here we go. Have a listen. We're about to show you something you've never seen before. You're in Santa's village, the real one. Awesome! Mrs. Claus designed everything. Well, she designed this place. I think it should be called Mrs. Claus's village. Well, I, I never thought of that. Of course you didn't. We'll see you soon. Now, I know it's a very quick trailer, uh, chaps, and everybody listening to that then, but um, do you know why I like Kurt Russell's version of Santa so much? Go on. Gone are the days of the jolly, big-bellied, whatever it is, I don't know. <laughs> that was a bit scary, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry, did, he, did the exorcist suddenly join? <laughs> What was that? Dad, Merry Christmas. <laughs> no yeah. one wants that, do they? Imagine that coming down your chimney. So it's, 
so he's got rid of the jolly, the jolly kind of you know character of Santa, and he's doing a really cool, no zero carbs. I think in the last one, in the part one uh, film, and he's just doing a really chilled out, laid back Santa Claus, and I like that. That's great. It was. I did. I I I really enjoyed uh, Christmas Chronicles. It was a great film, and let's be. I mean, that will be something coming up down the line. It will be one of our top fives. Um, I think we all agree, and and hopefully this year. Um, you know, I I would love it as well. New Year's Eve, we were all saying, can't wait to to get this year behind us, twenty twenty. All right, what's the matter with you? Sorry, you Anthony, right? Anthony's just put you make a great Santa, Darren. Really offended, really <laughs> offended. I mean, that's implying that he's a bit rotund. I don't like that. We don't do anything like that on this show. Why does he look like a massive potato with bits of stubble coming out of it? It works for Clarkson, May and Hammond. We're not quite sure it works for Antrobus, Lee and Barstow. But they're doing it anyway. You're listening to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Oh, it's Babs. Sorry, this is um, our producer, Barbara. She comes in every now and then. Um, Well, what are you doing in that now? No, it's not funny. No. No, it's not, is it? Because we're still in September. Get out. <laughs> she wearing a Lady Santa's outfit for yeah. you, Damien. Unbelievable. Oh, With a beard as well. Fantastic. And you know what's even worse? It's a ginger beard as well. Oh. And, and, it's, oh. and it's not fake. Oh. <gasps> Damien. Oh, no. I, have you just had the same thought? I've, oh, no. Let's not go down that route. Have you just thought of somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, I'm not. I'm not party to this. Oh dearie me! <laughs> That's one for our fair. Brilliant. Oh. Let's move on to the next show. We just, no. exactly, we just had exactly the same thought about exactly the same person. Oh dearie oh, me! We Brilliant. are so in tune, Damien. It's on. So welcome back to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Um, we are going to be doing a mystery voice. Darren versus Damien may be back um, as specials every so often um, because we don't want to upset Damien too much because he is really bad at them. Um, terrible. Absolutely terrible. We have a brand new mystery voice. So we're going to run it the same way. I'm going to play you the voice twice. You will then have um, the space of the jingle to come up with an answer. Um, and if you don't get it, it will carry on till next week. So are you ready for a brand new mystery voice? No clues whatsoever. Are we ready? Can't wait. Can't I'm, wait. I'm ready. Listen carefully. That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... And again. That Ooh. was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... Do you know who the mystery voice is? I will play it for you one more time. That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... Darren. Stab in the dark. An American reporter. I think it's going to be... Mario Lopez. He played AC Slater in um, Saved by the Bill, but he's now a reporter. (laughs) No, it's not that. Right. Okay, okay, right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no idea who that was then. Um, right, so Mario Lopez, no. Damien. This is a real curveball, and I think I'm wrong. But there's something about... No, this is wrong. I think it could be Justin Timberlake. No. Oh. I like that guess, though, That because he sounds like a young, trendy there does, guy. There's yeah. a bit, there is a bit of timber in there. 
I wish there was. Know all about um, that, don't you? Yeah, I certainly do. Can I just make I've a note of your answer? I've got I know saved in a special folder. Um, right, so, yes. Uh, Darren, you had Mario Lopez. Damien, you had Justin Timberlake. That is not correct. Who is this? That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... So there you go. We will find out if you know the answer next week. That was this week's Mystery Voice. Three men close to a midlife crisis. Three microphones. One Zoom call. All lead to this. It's the As Yet Unnamed Podcast. Um, so yeah, Darren, I don't know if, you've, um, if you know TikTok or you've used TikTok. I have it. I'd love to know how to use it, but every time I try and mime something and put something to it, I just look like that guy out of uh, Police Academy and it's all out of sync. It's weird. <laughs> well, basically, you can spend... I can waste ages on TikTok as you literally just flick through to the next video and there are some proper gems on there. So I'm going to play you. I'm not going to give you any um, background to this. Um, I will say it is... This is what happens when you listen to audio out of context. And you're going to pump it up and down quite hard. You can experiment with going deeper and faster. But what we want to do is we want to sort of double the volume in size. As you can see here. How's that going for you guys? Yeah, it's going great guns. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> propping up. Right. Yeah. Happy with <laughs> That was the one and only Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby from this morning. Um, is that some sort of like new porn thing that they're doing on this morning? Um, so yeah, this is... Um, <laughs> so this is a little clip. <clears throat> what we want to do is we want to sort of double the volume and size. You can experiment with going deeper. <laughs> so I've had a little fun. Um, so, so hang on, who, who is that voice there? Um, so this is basically, they're using a cafetiere um to throff up milk to make a frothy coffee uh, to do what with milk sorry <laughs> froth up froth up milk <laughs> froth froth up milk froth up <laughs> to make a frothy coffee um what's, so, what's um, the scene in a, in a frothle <laughs> in a frothle uh, every morning 6am you can listen to that uh, right it. i've had a little bit of fun damien sorry and you're yeah. going to pump it up and down quite hard you can experiment with going deeper and faster. Uh, what we want to do is we want to sort of double the volume and size. Going great guys. <laughs> Definitely propping up. <laughs> that made me laugh that hard quickly that I hurt my chest. Oh. <laughs> Just going to play that one more time. And you want to down, and down quite hard. You can experiment with going deeper and faster. Uh, what we want to do is we want to sort of double the volume and size. Going great guys. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Damien. That's that's why, do you know what I mean? I, I work God knows how many hours. I rush home to do this podcast. Um, all, all because of things like that. You can, That is just... That's, that's priceless. You're right. <laughs> you got a bit of trouble there. Oh, I was imagining... That, um, that that made me laugh me. that quickly, that hard, that I hurt my chest when I did it. <laughs> yeah, very good. Absolutely brilliant. Congratulations. Uh, I tip my hat to you, sir. That was fantastic. I can, uh, I can now have some fun. Have a listen. Shake hard for 10 seconds. You can experiment with going deeper. 
My tea with one lump or two lumps in it. <laughs> oh, oh, dear me. Oh, dear. That's funny. Um, so I yeah. had someone uh, on my staff actually turn around and they were like, um, so, so basically I listened to your show and it's just you lot having a bit of banter. Not at all. This is serious journalism, okay? <laughs> Yeah, we, we class ourselves as like the one show, but funnier. We went, to, we went yeah. to college for many years about this. Yeah. Uh, I will say, blessed Dagmar is still uh, having a look on the, on the watch party. And we, unfortunately, we don't talk politics all of the time on this show. We do veer into more shake hard. And <laughs> Ian, how's it going? Shake hard for 10 seconds. We can experiment with going deeper. But what we want to do is we want to sort of double the volume and size. My tea with one lump. Or two lumps in it. You one. <laughs> what a show. What a show. <laughs> Should we move on to the news? I've got two more clips. I've got two more clips. I've got to play these because I'm really, really happy. We had a really hot couple of days um, and I saw this video and it perfectly sums up the British way of thinking about heat. 30 degrees in Spain feels like 30 degrees. 30 degrees in Greece feels like 30 degrees. 30 degrees in Italy feels like 30 degrees. But 30 degrees in the United Kingdom feels like I'm being sideways by the human torch and then getting finished off with a bit of brawl by a fire-breathing f***ing dragon. I've moved four feet and I'm sweating as much as Prince f***ing Andrew. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I don't know his name. Oh, oh my that. goodness. But it is true, isn't it? Oh, and do, you know what, do you know what I always love when it's hot? And we've all said it. Someone will go, oh yeah, but don't knock it. And you go, yeah, but it's different heat here. It's a different hot. Why is it different? It's true, though. Because you know, Why is it different? I'm actually boiling in this room at the minute. That is it for the first half of the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed this half of the show. We'll be right back very shortly, probably in a couple of seconds, uh, with our top five songs of all time. Uh, don't forget if you want to if you are listening on a podcast app then you can subscribe <coughs> yeah I'm going to have to do that bit again sorry that is it for the first half of the As Yet Unknown podcast don't forget if you are listening click on subscribe so you get notified every time we release a new episode every Monday morning from 6am we are in your podcast feed we'll be right back after this with our top five songs Hello, welcome back to the second half of the As Yet Unnamed podcast. My name is Ian Barstow. Hi, my name is Damien Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just terrible. Oh, dear. Should we do almost, that again? Yeah, it's almost like we're live. If you are watching on the live feed, hello, by the way. Thank you for uh, this, this evening. Uh, don't forget to leave us a comment. Right, we'll try that again. Take two. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the second half of the As Yet Unknown podcast. My name is Ian Barstow. My name is Damien Lee. And I'm Daz Antrobus. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of those shows today. If you're watching us live, you'll understand. Um, so, uh, right, in this half of the show, we are going to be doing our top five. We have a jingle coming up for that, so at some point I am going to do a jingle for it, um, which you need to pay me for. Uh, but anyway, we will be doing that. So, um, yes, our top five this week is top five songs. So this is our personal choice of our top five favourite songs of Ooh. all time. This is going to be very interesting, and I will say... These are our personal choices. So um, mainly for me, don't, you know, sort of really have a go at me for some of the ones that I've picked. I think Sorry, I, well, I mean, what's happened to the news then? We're just not doing that now? No. I did say before, we've, we've gone on for an hour, mate. You don't want a two-hour podcast. I had a really great story. A mum of two who married a tree. They celebrated their first wedding anniversary. Will it last till next week? It's not time sensitive, is it? You're always branching out, you. <laughs> That is, Amy, only, you... that, is, that is the only reason he wanted to bring up <laughs> oh, wow. joke. That was the only reason. That's really bad. All right. Yeah, Hi, no. by the way, again, this this watch party thing is I tell ya. Welcome along, sit down, take hey, some nibbles. Just come back from you come back from your microphone slightly. Right, okay, sorry, a bit too close there. Yeah, a bit too close, that's it. That's fine. Right. Okay. No worries, yeah. I love it when you're masterful. Been told that before. Right, let's do our top five songs of all time. Damien, we will start with you, please, sir. Oh. Oh. Okay. No, do you, know, do, do you want to start with me, or...? Why? Yeah. Okay. Have, you not, have you not got it? Do you need a bit of time? <laughs> I would have liked a bit of time, or do I? Do you want me to start first? Yeah, that'd be nice. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> so professional. Uh, right, top five songs of all time. Um... At number five, this is a fairly recent one. It's from a um, 2017 film, um, and it is performed by Keila Settle. It's been an Academy Award winner or Academy Award nominee, a Golden Globe winner for the best soundtrack, which number four in the charts. From The Greatest Showman, it is This <sighs> Is Me. And I, I will tell you the reason why it is This Is Me. Um, I first saw this when she appeared on Graham Norton and she did a um, performance of this song on Graham Norton and it was absolutely the... stunning. Uh, the Bearded Lady, yes, Keely Settle. Yeah. Um, she did a performance on it on Graham Norton. It was absolutely stunning. It was like, oh my God, I need to find out what that is. I then searched on YouTube, <clears throat> not really knowing much about The Greatest Showman um, movie at the time. And there is a video out on YouTube of her singing this in a, almost like a, an actor's reading room. So basically this was a... Um, they had a. They, they basically had to pitch this and try and get money to make this film, and they 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 sung the whole thing very raw, very sort of. There was a live band, live singers, all of the actors, and she sings this, and it is one of the most powerful performances I have ever seen, ever seen um, on you. And you can watch it on YouTube, and it, I fell in love with that song, and I love the message behind it. It's a very powerful message. It's a message that has been taken up by um, people of, from all different minorities, so transgender, LGBT, um, people that are disabled, all of this sort of stuff. The, the message behind the song is really good, but it is just a fabulous song, and I, I absolutely adore it. Can are you, you just play it? Or? No, I can't play any music on it on the podcast, I'm afraid. Right, but it is. It's powerful. And th mm. that whole... I didn't actually see that film at the, uh, at the cinema. Um, no, I saw I it... 
on uh, Sky. Um, but my God, what just everything about that film, it is just, you, you go on a, sounds cliche, but you do go on a journey. It's absolutely a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful film. And I think Talented uh, is, is unbelievable. Can I just say that I I played the song for a long time on the radio before me and my other half got around to watching the film. As a standalone song, it kind of just went in and out of the other ear, right? It didn't register anything with me. In the film, on another level. So in context with the film, it's a fantastic song. Uh, the, the lady you're on about, Ian, um, is she the actual lady with the beardy lady in the film? Is that yeah, actually Keala Settle? Yes, it is. And the story right. behind it, the fact she <coughs> she was very much a, a Broadway theatre person, New York theatre person. She's done it for years and years. Um, Hugh Jackman saw, I think, saw her in a play um, and then said, you need to come and do this movie. And she was very like, no, I can't. I, I, I don't want to do film. I like to do theatre. I don't want to be in the spotlight, all this sort of stuff. Um, and then they did this performance and they said, we will back this movie. The money people said, we will back this movie if she plays that part. Wow. The reason why. So basically it's huge. That's amazing. It's, are they doing a sequel? I've heard they're doing a sequel. Yes, they are. Yeah. It's, are it's been, I think it's been written already, hasn't it? Is it going to be the same people? Uh, it needs to be. It does need to be. Cause that's the problem with sequels like that. They're never. Wouldn't the stage show be great though? Wouldn't oh. we all want to go and see that? We could all go together and then like hang out and then like maybe get a tent together. And I would go to like, that show with you, Damien. Uh, oh. Didn't Hugh Jackman actually go to uh, an award ceremony and perform um, the opening title song to the Ready Showman somewhere? Uh, he did. I think he did it at the Olivier Awards. Or oh, I don't know. I, I, like that. He's, but he did a world tour. He did a world tour because he's a very good singer. Um, I'm glad you like that, Darren, because um, yeah. me, I do. I do. You are. You are a manly man, and you mm. are a, a, a hairy man. Um, um, I, I, man can't watch, I can't watch uh, Hugh Jackman. I know we're going off the subject a little bit, but I can't watch Hugh Jackman in anything else other than Wolverine. And we, we had nothing else to watch, and it was purely by accident. We just went, nothing else on. Let's just give it a go. And then we were straight into it, and we watched it all the way through. It was a fantastic film. And it's good. Got, got I, like that. I, like, I mean, when you listen to it, do you, do you, I mean, do you, sit there in like you know your pants and reenact it at all or um no but i did download the album and i have kiala settle in my car regularly uh playing at 4 4 30 in the morning loud on the way to work let's move on number four for me um first released it's 12 years old this song this song is 12 years old and i was like what that can't be true it's a proper stadium sing-along track number one in the uk and around the world it is kings of leon sex on fire Wow. I think they call that in the trade, Ian, an anthem. It is an anthem. and that is So just for people that are just tuning in, uh, this is where we run down our top five of uh, favourite songs of all time. Um, quite a few people listen on uh, on Watch Party, Face Party, whatever it's called. Um, that's amazing. Have you been to watch them when they did that, that big show as well? Um, I haven't been to see Kings of Leon live. I would like to see Kings of Leon live, but I haven't. Wow. But- I love the song. It's one of those, every time it comes on the radio, it's like, I just, you just know the words to it, but it's 12 years old. It's, it's, on, it's, it's on par with things like uh, The Darkness, I believe, in A Thing Called Love, and Bon Jovi, stuff like that. All right, that. well, it's you know, we're doing the top five, aren't we? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Let's just throw them out there. At I'm just saying, it's, it's up there with that level. That's all I'm saying. And right. three is, um, now, I don't know if any of you will know this, but I, th- this song is 24 years old, from 1996. And the reason I, 
I like this song. And the reason it is number three on my list is that it reminds me of college. It reminds me of playing the PlayStation 1 um, and Ridge Racer. If anyone remembers Ridge Racer game, you could put your own CD on there. And it also reminds me of my first Ridge car. Racer. Ridge Racer on the PlayStation 1, Damien. And it yeah, also then. reminds me of having my first car, which I put decent speakers in. Um, <clears throat> it is JXL, There's uh, Nothing I Won't Do. Oh, very oh, good. Wow. Very, I've got to say, Mr. Barstow, I this love it. is Absolutely. a great top five. Um, number two, um, again... Have we done number three? Yeah, that was number three. JXL is something I won't do. Right, okay, sorry. So, Damien, I've had The Greatest Showman, This Is Me. I've had Kings of Leon, Sex on Fire, JXL is something I won't do. So, at number sure. two... Please uh, say steps. Sorry. No, it's not, actually. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> two, um, from 1998, very similar. And I played this every single week on my radio show when I was on Radio Pulse. Um, it is Sonic, and it feels so good. Brilliant. Wow. Yeah. Brilliant. Two, two hit wonder. Two hit wonder. Two I would quite happily go to a bar, have some hooch with you, maybe go for a kebab after, have some 2020 on the swings. And, um, you know, then go back and watch the free view at midnight. You are obsessed. I'm happy to do that. You obsessed. Right. My number one, and listen, hear me out on this one. This is my all-time, all-time favourite song. And this song, I have told people to play at my funeral. Genuinely said to my mum and dad, and to people, and to Colin, and other people, that this song will be played at my funeral. Uh, no, you're not going to guess, Damien. It's all no, 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 I think we might all, be the same one. No, it's all I gone a bit morbid now, hasn't it? I, no, I think no, we're the same morbid. one. It's not morbid. It is from my favourite ever musical. Not the same one, Damien? I'm not sure. I'm not it's sure. from my favourite ever musical. Um, it is the most beautiful song, and it is genuinely my favourite song of all time. Um, and I get very emotional if I listen to it, uh, at, uh, if I'm you know, listening to the whole thing. I've seen the show three times. I've seen it in New York on Broadway. I've seen it in Birmingham and I've seen an amateur production, which was fantastic. Um, it has to be the original sung by Colm Wilkinson. It is from the world's biggest ever musical, Les Miserables. It is Bring Him Home. It is my favourite ever song, genuinely, of all time. So I, I, normally at this point of the show, I'd leave or I'd make a sarky comment. Uh, but because that means so much to you, I salute you, sir. That's, that's a nice... <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think if we were all together now, maybe eating um, hobnobs together, uh, and you know, maybe Darren was picking his toenails, we, we could listen to that together. Um, it is, it is it's quite it is, emotional. A bit emotional, that. I that get, was that got I, me there. I get, I get emotional when I listen to that song, and and if you ever, if ever you see anyone perform that live, for the love of God, never, ever, ever clap until they finish that last note. Ever, never do it. Because um, when that was great, that, yeah, you took me on a journey there. Can I give can you I have a wine gum now? Uh, no, don't have a wine gum because we're coming to you next, so I don't want you chomping it. When you're right, uh, right. Honorable mentions from me um, are Elton John's "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" with Kiki D. I love that song. Um, Ultranata and Free. Oh, that is a proper like. Every time it comes on, it's like oh, that's a that's a song. High State of Consciousness um, from Josh. Wow, oh, that's a great song. Yeah, all that. Um, and then I just have to put one in there. Five, keep on moving. There you go. Can't believe it. No steps. No S Club. No ABBA. No, no, like no. Do you know Just, what yeah. yours going to be? Oh, uh, ooh, listen to the radio. You'll be very surprised. You will. Can't You'll wait. Be very Can't surprised. Wait. Let's go for your top five, please. Okie dokie. So this is always a difficult one. So bear in mind, this was our personal choice. This isn't the top five of ever, ever. This was our 
our particular own choice. These are going to surprise you, actually, Mr. Barstow, because you've known me for a long time, and this is quite out there. So first one, okay, uh, it's a song by an English alternative rock band. Uh, it was a lead track on their third studio album, which was called uh, Urban Hymns. The song released um, in June 1997 by Hot Recordings as their first single, reached number two on the UK chart, and it remained there for three months. Okay. Bittersweet Symphony, The Verve. The Verve. Richard Ashcroft, isn't it? Not only yeah. is the video fantastic, but that song, oh, the video yeah. is a right cocky sod. He's what's oh, can't say that. He's walking down, he's knocking into mm. people. It's like, you, Ian. In your neighbourhood, <laughs> in Emmerdale Farm, you're walking there, all right, I'm Ian, all right, as you coming fair, up after the break. To be fair, that's a, I, that is a really good song. It is a really Thanks. good song. And it's very much of our era. It is, yeah. I, I, I always think, because when I was going through my top five, when I was putting together my top five, I was thinking, okay, I, 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 I'm very much of a 90s, late 90s dance person. That's Thank you, Paul Burgess. Really. Thank you. Um, yeah, I can't see what you're saying. Um, so, yeah, that was... Um, and I always imagined that when we are sort of like 80, 70s, 80s, we're in a care home. At the moment, people are listening to... In care homes, they listen to Vera Lynn, um, all that sort of era. We're going to be sat there in those high-back chairs that they always have in care homes, in our Zimmer frames, and then they'll suddenly say, oh, do you want to listen to some music? Do you want to listen to some music? And we'll be going, uh, yeah, can you put on uh, Ultranata and Free, please? Oh, can you imagine? Literally, uh, the whole OAP uh, uh, care home. Uh, like that. Because that's the whole era. Do that again? How does that go? Sorry? Like that. Four, please, Damien. Okay, number four on my personal top five uh, songs of all time. Um, this was a 90s hit. Uh, it became an anthem for an absolutely huge, apathetic generation. Named after a brand of deodorant for girls, the song was the biggest hit in most countries. Certified platinum, one million copies shipped. Um, and... One million copies what? Sorry? <laughs> one million copies what? Shipped. Mm. Shipped. It yeah. didn't sound that. Okay, it didn't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on, boys. Come on. Uh, and it was the top of the charts uh, at the start of 1992. It was huge. It was written, uh, it was claimed by uh, the frontman Kirk Bain. Um, it is Nirvana and Smells Like Teen Spirit. Again, another anthem like Kings of Leon, Sex on the Beach. Uh, Sex on the Beach. <laughs> Sex Sorry, <laughs> you're right. A bit kinky tonight. <laughs> Sex on fire. Hey, he's, he's got married now. You know what it's like, Damien. I certainly do. I can't wait for it to be Christmas. I tell you, flipping out Christmas and my birthday. Bargain. Oh dear. Yeah, so, great, like great song. Great song. Yeah, great song. Good song. Good song. Thank you. Yeah. So this is where we go a little bit left field. It goes a little bit different now, and some of these might not be floating your boat as much, but they are my favourites. So, this was actually written during the band's most kind of disruptive time. They didn't get on, um, but they still managed to put together this absolute cracker. Um, and it was out in 1968. Uh, they were falling apart, the band. Uh, the lead singer found some comfort in a dream in which his late mother Mary gave him some words of advice and this inspired the opening lines of Let It Be. 
Wow. Ooh. Wow. There you go. Let it be by the Beatles. And as arguably as we do it together, let possi- it be. Possibly the biggest British band ever to uh, in uh, to come in our ears. Yeah, yeah. and I, but can I be conscious? Sorry. <laughs> so, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. So, I, I mean, I missed doing something in your ears there. <laughs> you can experiment with going deeper. What we want to do is we want to sort of double the volume and size. I didn't plan that. It just came out. I'm certainly hoping it did. <laughs> In your ears, by the sound of it, you perv. Good choice at number three. Number two, Damien, please. No worries. Number two, uh, just fill for a minute because I've lost my script. <laughs> Here we go. Right, number two. Another one, which is a bit out there. So, this was first yeah, release. I'm sorry, those pregnant pauses, I have to edit them out because it's just sorry. like... Sorry. It's like silence. He's hesitating because he's frightened to say it. This was first released in the USA in October 1971. It was released in the UK in October 1975, and it was this particular artist's best-selling solo hit. It's been covered by Madonna, Stevie Wonder, Lady Gaga, Alton John, and many others. And since 2005, has preceded the New Year's top uh, the New Year's Times Square ball drop in New York. And it's a ranked number 30 on the recording industry's uh, list of the best songs ever. And shortly before his death, this particular artist said that much of the song's content and lyrics came from his wife. Okay, I, don't, I have no idea. It's Imagine by John Lennon. Ooh. Another Beatles reference there. Um, surprised you haven't i you thought it was all gonna be like you know a little bit of uh you to me we're having a fantasy who sang that i haven't got a clue Um, i love your smile but a shanice oh yeah some 90s pop yeah i see imagine i i think imagine is is a really nice song and some of the covers and i think i've heard lady gaga's cover and i think lady gaga because she's got a stunning voice um if you listen when she does just Plain singing on a piano. Oh, she's and I think she's beautiful as well. Really do. Yeah, I think she's she's not your genuinely what people what most class people people would class as a stunningly beautiful. She's got a very unique look to her, but she is. She I, has. If she was in Chicago Rock, I'd probably say, "Hey, do you want a baby sham?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? She'd be excellent in Chicago. She ever? Oh, wouldn't she? Oh. Just tell you. Can you imagine her? Bless her. Yeah, now, my number one. I've lost my notes, so I can't give you a big spiel about it. But what I will tell you it is. Something that at certain points during this song, you have chills. At certain points in this song, you want to get up and you want to, you just want to fist bump. It's something that makes you feel good. It's something that makes you think back. It's something that makes you reminisce. It's something that you could say goodbye to if you were dying. It could say something that you was a celebration of you. It, for me, is my favorite song of all time. And this is probably what I want at my funeral. It's Frank Sinatra, and it's my way. Oh. oh. <laughs> Be back in a what second. What I like there is I built it, and it was all nice, all lovely, and you go and drop, drop your flipping pen. That's you know a, what I mean? That was a really good moment. And it's like, oh, sorry. A really lovely. There's Ian saying, you know, it makes me choke and my partner, and I'll have this on my deathbed. And here's you. <laughs> oh, no, I've dropped my pen. <laughs> I can't stand you. Your, your potato head 
I just want to uh, ruin that now. You ruined it, man. It's a beautiful, beautiful song for a beautiful, beautiful man. You can yes. Flip and right off now. Yes. So you shove it up your, you know what? This is even going to be one of his best top five or possibly the worst. Darren Antrobus. Let's have your top five. Okay. Are you ready then? I can't wait. It's why let's, gi- let's give you the picture of the whole top five first. All these songs are personal to me through different stages of uh, my uh, my life. So here we go then. Top five. Number five is because 80. I like... No. Uh, actually, yeah, you're right for number five, yeah. Oh, um, no, not all 80s. <laughs> no, they're not, no. Um, so it's not... It, it's because I like their commercial side of their music. It was on the Miracle album. It was recorded in 1989, just before his the lead singer's health deteriorated that much um it was the video to it was brilliant um because it was done on a on a locomotive train in cambridgeshire any ideas of what it is so far or who it is it's queen it's queen yes and it is under pressure no no oh, that's very under... early queen this is, is 1989 this is oh, what's the one on the train break free close breakthrough oh. Breakthrough, yeah. amazing, yeah, really good. Really and it kind of gallops, gym. and it's one that I like to listen to at the gym, you know, because it gallops along and it's got some pace to it. How long have you known him? Who? You said you listened to it, Jim. Yeah, do you listen to it with him often, or do you gallop along with him? Yeah. And you're gonna pump it up and down, quite hard. You can experiment with going deeper and faster. <laughs> What you want to do is you want to sort of double the volume in size. Galloping. It's definitely propping up. Shake hard for 10 seconds. Sorry. Okay. For anyone that has just joined Facebook. No, no, don't mention it. Don't mention it. They have to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, so that was number five. Number four is a fairly modern one, which may make you fall off your chairs to anybody listening who knows what my top fives are like. It was a hit in 2011, and in this kind of era, you had to have about five different people to make a chart record. Um, It was performed by, well, produced by a, a DJ called Afrojack, featured Neo, and it featured Pitbull as well. Now, I like, before I tell you what it is, I don't think it was a number one. I think it was like a top five hit anyway. The reason why I like this is personal to me, is because at this era, this era, I was going through... Did you listen to this with Jim or...? No, no, go through my divorce. So I'd I'd lost lost a lot of weight um, because I wanted to get fitter and healthier. I'm sorry, Darren. I'm not laughing at you, but you're such an idiot sometimes. I'm sorry. It's... I could read that Darren was going to go through like a, this is quite an important bit in my life. It's all like this. <laughs> I'm just getting him back for Pengate. Do you know what I mean? I really sold that my favourite song, and can there's I... him. He throws his pen. Can I carry on or not? You no, know, carry on. Seriously, we're so... all listening. It's the point where, you know, I had my first major weight loss, you know, um, you know, five or six stone in a short space of time. Um, and it was in the kind of time where I was moving back to Stoke from that, um, the land of nightmares known as Redditch. Um, <laughs> so, right. be Redditchist. Yes. Um, it's, it's called Give Me Everything Tonight. Do you know it? I've never heard that. I've never heard of that one. No, I've got to be honest. That's that's. I've, can you hum it? Can you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it's it's. Um, give me everything tonight. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, bear with me. I'm just going to play that. I'm not no, gonna... I, I mean, what I tried to do there was, can you hum it? Not just go, can you give me yeah tonight? <laughs> can we have a bit more than that? <laughs> oh, and I'm a big fan of Neo anyway, and uh, and Pitbull, obviously. Pitbull, who should really do Valentine's cards, you know, back it up, back it up like a dog's truck. Um, so. You went a bit Tony Blackburn again then. <laughs> no. Have you got a cold? No, back it up, back it up like a. Tank. I don't know what's going on with you because you've gone from like really down to earth when first oh, Eldon Gold, I just had some sausage rolls <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> I had a cup of tea. To suddenly you've you've gone all like okay, top pickers on uh, number ten this week, uh, number one. <laughs> what's happened? So, number three, uh, I like the song um, purely because of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the video it was a turning point in the whole black music scene <laughs> i'm getting annoyed now <laughs> damien stop it it was a turning point in the whole black music movement anyway it was the first black music video ever to be shown on mtv apparently in 1983 from his biggest selling album of all time it's obviously michael jackson um, and the song is number one, two, three, four, five. I think it's number four or five off the Thriller album. The iconic Billie Jean. Oh, amazing. That video, that video. And do you know what's the shame me, about that video? Before you carry on, no, yep. let me stop you. Sorry, yep. let me stop you. I don't like the music video to it, right? The music video I like to Billie Jean is the one where he performed the moonwalk for the first time on stage, and it was called the Motown 25 Anniversary concert so the music video is just him dancing with light up slabs it's okay it's, it's all right but don't you think though what's what's a shame about this if you had michael jackson of that era when he looked like michael jackson he looked cool yeah. he looked amazing you wouldn't even know yeah. it's him um and the poor bloke how he kind of just you know changed and you yeah. know i mean that that was he was a good looking bloke back then weren't he he was yeah but an amazing video, an amazing song. I, I commend you, sir. Good choice. You need, to, you need to do a bit of research, Damien, though. Um, I want you to go onto YouTube when you get some spare time, and for Ian as well, and anybody else watching, and type in Motown 25. I've seen that, that live performance. And, and it's the bit where he just glides on fresh air backwards. And, and, and everyone's just like, whoa, what's, what's that? He, again, he was just... The reaction to that is just is amazing. So, Darren Gray, what's the next one? Can't wait. Right. Number two, number two is by a. Uh, now you'll be shocked to know that I do actually quite like some indie music and, and rock music. Now, some of the band's music is very screamy, shouty rock music, but the videos they do are absolutely hilarious. Proper belly laugh videos. Um, one of their songs was taken up by um, a. I think it was a Jim Carrey film. I think it was Dumb and Dumber, maybe. I might be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that, though. Um, the video, the, the song that I like of theirs, which has made my top five, is called Learn to Fly. And it's by the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, So I do like a lot of their commercial stuff. So times like the you've, uh, breakout. You've, you've really, do you, know, do you know, I mean, you get a lot of stick on this show, Bessie. Um, and I, I, I've got to say, mate, I, I'd be quite happily get a few bevies, you know, pop round to Dazzlar's, put the old uh, vinyl on, 
Maybe crack open, uh, you know, some Pringles. Exactly. And, uh, not, not at the moment, though, because of COVID restrictions and the rule of six. Yeah, oh, come, saying. You come on your own. 16 chins, but geez, all right, only me. <laughs> you could come if you want. Hey, I, I, I thought that was your wife laughing in the background. <laughs> your 16 chins, because like, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, Foo Fighters, um, yeah, loads of fly. And the vi- have you ever seen the video to this where they're on the aeroplane? I and they all may, play different. It's not, I'll be honest, it's not one I can instantly think of what the actual track goes like. Learn to fly. So it's really catchy, but it's, it's not one I, I, is it one you would know straight away as soon as you hear it? It's the, Darren, it's listen, the first. We, we, we know our music. You know, we go back <coughs> a, a while, Darren, when we used to it's... Um, you know, present back in the day on uh, Hospital Radio. <laughs> uh, we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we played a lot of those tunes. And when Ian and myself presented uh, Keep Fisher, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> we, it was never that. It was always Pulse when we were together. It was. Yeah, it was. Number one is my. It's, it's really personal, again, to me. Number one is. It's the first ever record, record, that I ever played. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. I just dropped a pen. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to ruin your moment there. <laughs> Ian, clean edit. Number one is my personal favourite by this artist. It's a collaboration with two different people. Um, it's the first ever record I ever played on the radio. So, uh, and it was the first ever song because it was played, I played on the radio. Um, it's the first ever song I talked over the intro and hit the lyrics bang on, and I knew I could do this job. That's right? so geeky. That is so <laughs> geeky. We've all done it though, let's be yeah. honest. Right. We've all done it. Lighthouse family. <laughs> no. We've all no, done it not. to that. <laughs> no, it's not that. Um, and it's got We've all done a- it to the Lighthouse family, Ian. It is an 80s song. It's from 1985. Um, I think it was uh, credited to the guest singer more than the singer that you think it belongs to because the guest singer uh, shares the same first name as the actual artist that I'm a fan of anyway. Um, What else can I tell you about this? I I just wish you'd tell me, to be honest. (laughs) No. I've got to go. No, no, because I'm building up to it. I'm building up to it. You certainly are. I tell you, we've lost about 10 viewers already on that link. Also, it's one of the few songs that I like to do on a karaoke because I like to do the high bits and the low bits. It's by Phil Collins and Philip Bailey, and it's called Easy Lover. Okay. Do you know it? Yeah. I, I do know it. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm slightly disappointed that that's your top choice. I, I'm it's very personal that, choice. To be so. it, is, it is personal to me. And, and you know... Uh, how, long, me, how long's the intro? When me and my other half met um via the internet um it was on my biog on plenty of fish anyway great to see you this week on the as yet unnamed podcast thanks very much uh to uh that was just a bit like and i like that just underwhelmed me a little bit Dad. so i won't lie why yeah but it's it's our personal ones aren't it it is what it is it's how how long's the intro Oh God! If I um, played you the intro now, I can't. But if I if I played you the intro, would you still be able to talk up to the vocals? Yes, easily. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. And, yeah. And, well, bravo, sir. If it means something to you, then you know. Uh, I wouldn't have expected that. I would have expected. I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't know. It's look, it's a good song. It's a good song. Is it a great song? Yeah, because everyone knows the words to it. It's a catchy song. It's but again, it's not played very often. And I don't know why, but it's a brilliant, brilliant song. It's really, 
it's an earworm song. An She's song. an easy lover. It's an average song, though. No, it's not an average song, is it? It's an average song. It's a very average song. Right, okay, that was our top five. Um, let's do a clean edit into Damien um, getting the envelope from Barbara. Uh, we are expecting a little bit of comedy in this port here. Just to let you know, Damien, if you'd like to uh, ad-lib and uh, impromptu comedy your way through to opening of the envelope, envelope and we'll have a clean cut. Action. Okay, thank you, Barbara. There we go. So every week, this is, is where it? we get... Is that it? What's that? Where's the little monologue that you have with Barbara when she hands you over the envelope? Well, no, I'm leading into that. Don't ruin it. Oh, okay. Sorry. sorry, Steven Spielberg. I haven't even started yet. Take two. You're so moody tonight. I don't know what's the matter with you. He's a bit like Quincy Tarantino. Oh, isn't he? he is, isn't he? I tell you. Will you have a shave as well? You look like a right hobo. I like my beard. Leave me alone. And don't even go there, Darren, because I know what you're thinking. At there. least I can yeah. grow one. You are, you At least want I can grow a beard. Don't you make me get all camp on you, mister, I tell you. Right, should we have a clean edit? Tickles people as well. Yes, please. Right. Where you been? No, I know. I get... I understand what you're saying, but you've got one role. One role. All you need to do is bring me an envelope. Yeah? I know. Well, who's that you bought in here now? It's my house. What are you bringing that in there for? Spiky, dirty, moves as well. Oh, don't touch it. Oh, that dirty little... Get that out. Don't you bring... Oh, I mean, oh, sorry. sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dearie me. Oh, that was going so well, Damien. Oh, oh, dearie me. Anyway, good. Right, let me open the envelope for next week's top five, um, which is which which is normally great. To be fair, good old Barbara. So, what have we had, boys? Over the last couple of weeks, what have some of our top fives been? Horror films. We've had eighties. No, we've had sitcoms. We've had just had songs. Um, We've had. Bands last yeah. week, yeah, yeah. So um, good. Yeah, <laughs> some of the uh, Facebook, ch- <laughs> some of the Facebook chat there. People saying, "Oopsie." Um, hi, Cheryl. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Paul Burgess. Then he's cracking up. Bless him. He's gone. Um, won't be in the podcast. We won't put that in there. Probably oh, no, not. Yeah, yes, we will. Yeah, leave it in. Bleep it. Bleep okay, it. so next week's top five is a bit of a different one. So well done. But I don't think I wanted to see that. I didn't know you could get you flexible. Uh, right, so basically, next week's top five is your f- your top five memories of the year two thousand. Oh wow! Oh, that's. <laughs> and that is it for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, we found a new favourite clip. You can experiment going deeper. Going deeper and all that sort of stuff. That was very funny. Um, we've had our top five um, where we had really interesting songs, actually. I was really impressed with our top five from all of us, apart from your last one, down. I will be perfectly honest. Average. Um, I was slightly disappointed in that. Um, but thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Damien. 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's funny times out there at the moment, guys. We're all a little bit uh, not knowing what we can, what we can't do. Rule of six, um, stay safe, wear your masks. And you know what? Most of all, I know it's really cliche, but just be kind to each other. Be nice. Um, and, and yeah, just just be nice. It's it's hard time for everyone. So stay safe, everyone. Thank you very much. And thank you, Darren. Thank you very much. And I wouldn't blame you or anybody for sticking their crimbo decorations up early because, you know what? We all need cheering up, so let's just Never. do it. No, don't ever. Awful. Christmas tree up. Terrible. At least. Bad luck. Awful. Of December. Yeah. Terrible. So thank you very much for listening. If you have enjoyed this and you've made it all the way through to the end, then why not uh, subscribe? Click on that subscribe button on your podcast app and you will be able to get and listen to us every single week. If you want to join us live, we are on Facebook every Wednesday evening, 8 o'clock with the live show which is basically this show with all the bits that you didn't hear and the outtakes and stuff that went wrong and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at as yet na- at as yet on name pod or you can have a look at our website www.thatasyetonnamepodcast.uk subscribe on there watch the videos and all of that sort of stuff thank you very much for watching we'll be back again next Monday morning from 6am on your podcast feed until then look after yourself Remember the rule of six. We don't like it. We have to follow it. That's life. Wear a mask. And we will see you again and listen and hear you us next week. That really didn't work. Bye then. It works for Clarkson, May and Hammond. We're not quite sure it works for Antrobus, Lee and Barstow. But they're doing it anyway. You're listening to the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Ian, can you wave again for me, Ian? You, sound like an, you look like an uncomfortable children's presenter. <laughs> Guys, I'm out. See you soon. Three men close to a midlife crisis. Three microphones. One Zoom call. All lead to this. It's the As Yet Unnamed Podcast.